morning. Please pray with me. God, creator of love, mercy, joy, and sorrow, remain in us as we listen to your words. Allow us to interpret as you may see it best. Open our hearts and minds to speak of you in ways that invite us all to see your eternal light. All this we ask in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, Go. This, I believe, sums up today's message, an action word, even an invitation. You know how sometimes people know at a young age what they want to be when they grow up? They know exactly what they are good at, perhaps good at numbers, designing, organizing, or even cooking? Yeah, that wasn't me. I don't think I ever imagined standing here before you today. Ever. Not even in my wildest dreams. See, my family found the Episcopal Church by accident many years ago. Growing up, I didn't see many female priests and Latinos, even less. And, those, this, these, and though these were uh, and continue to be major factors on my, in my ongoing discernment process, the message that these realities told me were that for that and for other reasons, I wasn't good enough to study to be a priest. I didn't have the talents required. And to be completely honest with you, this was what I repeated to myself, even in seminary. I was one of two students of color. Now, as a Latina, this matters. Representation matters to me. Because it is empowering to see someone who looks like you in positions where justice, where change is happening. And not, no, not only in the negative ways movies or other platforms sometimes portray us. I came from a Spanish-speaking congregation where worship looked different. Honestly, I had not used the hymnal much at all. And the only reason why I knew some of the hymns was because I had participated, I think, in enough church events, such as youth events or other general conventions as part of the church. So this message of not being enough continued to be repeated. But on this journey, I also met amazing classmates who I now consider family. I learned from their experiences I learned about their gifts, their lives. Though the paths we walked were different, we walked with the same God. And in this, I discovered that one of my talents 
was my ability to listen, to empathize with others. Friends, Matthew's version of this parable speaks to these abilities, to our use of these God-given, intentional-given talents. Jesus uses a short story to get us to critically think about what this could mean for us today. We do not know who these slaves are. We do not know what they were thinking when they received these talents. It's important to know that the word talent was one of the closest in English that translated from Greek. As we do know, as we do know that Jesus is referring to money, we know that at the time of its writing, it played a major role. But we don't know much about those who received these talents. How did Jesus decide who got what? I mean, if it's money, what Jesus was giving the servants, how did Jesus know there would be gains? And how did the servants know exactly what was expected of them? As you can tell, I had many questions. The parable begins with imagining someone going on a journey which of course is foretelling this journey that Jesus has been on, and blessing people with talents. And finally, after a long time, the master returning. But we don't know how much time has gone by from when the master returns to when, from when the master leaves to when the master returns. But we know that it happens. Now, when we think of what the word talent means, we may associate it with certain characteristics or can even attribute them to particular people. But what about our own talents? It would be easier for us to think of the talent of others, but what about when we think of our own specific ones? Today, for many reasons, it is so hard to look inward. We compare, we find flaws, sometimes even forget our contributions and worth along the way. And I don't know about you, but during this pandemic, I have been able to look inward even a little more, which has been positive because on good days, it makes it easier for me to identify my God-given talents. But on harder days and not so good ones, it can be painful to see how much healing I still need to do in my own thought process, in trying to hide or even feel ashamed of these talents. But that's a topic I'm taking to my therapist as well. The expectations, the thoughts that sometimes kidnap those God-given talents. Now let me pause for a minute and ask you a question. Who is someone whose opinion you value? Maybe a family member, a friend. Now what did they do for you to be able to trust them, to value them, their opinion so much? How did they gain that? I don't know if any of you are familiar with the Enneagram, which is just another tool to help understand ourselves and others. Well, if you're not, let's talk about it. And if you are, please tell me your number. Based on the Enneagram, 
I am a six. And sixes tend to question everything. Let's say that trusting others is just not our forte. And then it dawned on me, Jesus entrusted the kingdom to the people. Jesus invested with trust the kingdom to the people. And with that comes great responsibility. Today, Jesus has entrusted this world, this one earth to us, knew that we would be capable to share the good news in our own ways, in our own communities, in our own little worlds. And I did nothing to deserve this trust, yet it was made available and granted you, me, talents according to our own abilities, our own unique gifts to share with others, talents with no reservations, God entrusted based on what God knew we could handle and care for. Now Jesus describes three servants. Each did what they saw best. Again, we don't know what happened in between the master giving them the talents and the master's return. We don't know if those who multiplied their talents did so by always deciding to use their talents. In this, we know that we have a choice to make. We don't know if they were always being shared or if there were times when the servants held back it's their, their talents to hold them for themselves. I would think that these talents require us to use them so that we can always keep them in shape. But whatever we decide will have an impact. It will require us to be vulnerable, to perha- perhaps even take risks. And sometimes in that process, we will fail. We may even take breaks. But if we allow fear to control our actions, then we would be like the third servant who decided to do nothing at all. Because with the talent provided, at no time did he decide to change his actions. In the Gospel this morning, it tells us he went and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's talent. Not ever giving himself an opportunity to choose to act. And sometimes we also even take it upon ourselves to decide who has the best talents for what we think people are capable of doing or what God is calling them to do. We limit God thinking that God only chooses a few. But our Old Testament reading shows us that God is who calls. And God calls all. God called Deborah to defeat the Canaanites. 
And the book of Judges, as we know, is graphic, a cycle of sin, oppression, repentance, God's deliverance, some peace, and then back to sinning. Deborah became one of the judges called to help the Israelites. We know that Deborah is the only female judge named in the Hebrew Bible, and one of five women called the prophetess. God today is saying the same. You are entrusted. You have talents that cannot be replaced by another. God decides who is called to lead, and that cannot be taken away by our own thoughts or any other human. We cannot separate or keep our talents to ourselves. Together, these talents that are entrusted to us are to care for the kingdom of God in our own unique ways. As teachers, as geologists, as priests, leading in ways that help our earth, such as by creating content or even providing opportunities to discuss the theology of the climate crisis, or as participants or as learners, all unique, different. So finally, friends, I remind you that we have talents, that we cannot let others limit our possibilities. We will decide to take risks or not to, but it is our responsibility to decide. The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, go. Amen.